Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Print On Demand cast. Thank you guys being for being patient uh, with us last week as we were trying to get our schedules to sync up. But uh, Travis, who joins me once again, if you're a new listener, it's my co-host, Travis Ross. I'm Josiah Cifuentes. I guess we always take for granted. There might not be, there might not be new people, but we hope there are new people, so we want to introduce right. ourselves. So if you're a longtime listener, you know who we are. If you're new... I'm Josiah, my co-host, Travis. Travis, you are coming to us today from the comfort of your own home. Mm, yes, of course. Uh, I We've tried to sync up many, many times. I was planning on actually just hanging out at the office until um, you were, you basically have to, now you have, now that you have your own apartment, you know, and uh, yeah. several episodes ago, you talked about how you guys got your new place and all that. And uh, you have a lot longer drive than you did previously. And so just getting yeah. back to your place takes a little longer. So originally, I thought I was going to be at the office. But as it turned out, I had to last minute drop a FedEx package off at FedEx. And I was like, well, I'm halfway home. I'm just going to keep right going. Here. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I just came home. Why yeah, not? well, I mean, that's that, that's the thing about Q4. You just never know kind of what it's on each yeah, day it's unpredictable. Yeah, it's and unpredictable. It, I mean, that lends itself too to the fact that last week our, like we were talking about, we just, we were trying to sync up on a time and I was like, well, I think we might have to dig into the archives as much as, as much as we hate doing that. Like for you, the listener, Travis mm-hmm. and I, our, our desire and our goal is to bring new content every single week um, for you guys to listen to. But there's just some times where, oh, you know, owning production facilities and production shops and what is the busiest shopping season of the year uh, will prove to be um, challenging. So hopefully that won't happen again as we proceed into the thick of Q4. But if it does, we uh, we uh, thank you guys for your patience in advance. So that means that yeah. you have to give <laughs> us to them. <laughs> give them to us. We're jumbles. Okay, so uh, I feel like it's been a long time since we've uh, had this segment, but uh, I think we should go to this week's Weekly dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. So, Travis, doing some research, uh, did you know that French fries are not actually made in France? Well, I I kind of assumed that. I mean, I get them on every street corner, but right, I mean, it's not like they're, but, they're, they're but it's French fries, of origin. Right? Yes, yeah, like the country. Oh, of I origin see. I see. Country of origin. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. Like, I didn't realize that French fries were not actually country of origin in france i suppose yes yes well no they're they're actually made in greece and that's this week's weekly dad joke so i hope you all enjoyed that Ooh. and uh and don't don't eat a lot of those grease fries because that mm. can lead to like heart problems and full full and disclosure kind of though right? full disclosure i did actually know that french fries weren't made in france i was going along with that for you know yeah, like, he, he may play the, the fool joke. at times, but uh, <laughs> he. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of um, playing along here, especially when it comes to the weekly dad joke. Uh, we there's there's lots of playing dumb in in many instances. So, um, man, before we get into the point of interest, kind of forgot to on the front end before the weekly dad joke, just ask you how things are going for you. We talked about the craziness of Q4, but how are you doing in the midst of that craziness? Yeah, um, I. If if you're a longtime listener, um, maybe you remember a few weeks ago we had a DTG guy that lasted literally three days. So that's right. Yeah, <laughs> um, we actually had gone through a whole nother round of you know hiring and like interviews and everything. Had a few interviews and um, actually we have a new DTG girl this time. Uh, she's starting nice. tomorrow. So really excited to you know kind of get somebody in there. And I mean, obviously you can never know exactly what you've got until, you know, it, you, you actually have that person in and they're, they're working out and everything's going well and, you know, they stick around for a while, but I have a good feeling about this, this particular person after the interview. I just, I do, I have a good feeling about her. I'm really, I really hope that good feeling translates to working through the entire rest of the <laughs> <Yeah>. year. 
because <laughs> yeah. otherwise it's going to be really hard. Um, in other news, we're also kind of like we're hiring for temp uh, positions and um, really yeah. gearing up for that. So we have another couple interviews for those positions this year. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we're, we're just really, really, really focused on Q4. Had a, a bunch of people be, because of the fact that a lot of our local clients know that we're, you know, e-commerce, you know, centric there we've told them hey don't give us any orders after november 15th and what that's sure. done is like created a ton of orders right now and the last you know the last uh, few days we've just gotten just an onslaught of orders and all this stuff and i'm like you know i'm glad obviously i'm happy for it but at the same time i'm like oh man now we have to order it and and by the time we actually order the stuff and get it all in and actually start printing it I, you know, as you probably have seen Josiah this weekend, we probably two to three X from last weekend, you know, so yeah. we're already seeing, you know, kind of the holiday shopper increase and, uh, it's just got me nervous. How are you guys seeing the same kind of things <laughs> over there? Yeah. Yeah. No, it is very much uh, a lot of the same. Um, I am, we're currently, you know, I just talked to a person um, that we're going to hire on to work kind of, you know, full time, you know, eight to five during the day. Um, because, you know, as you know, and the listener might know, we one of our primary DTG guys, you know, he's he works earlier in the day. So by the time two o'clock hits, his day is over because he is a single mm-hmm. dad and there's just lots of stuff he's got going on. And so we're bringing in some folks, uh, a person to work, you know, during the day, eight to five, have someone there. We just met him today. seems like a good, good guy. And hopefully again, it's like, you know, there is that <laughs> interim period where you want to make sure that it's a good fit for you and for them. But when it's right. Q4, it's like, I don't want to hear about it until January one. <laughs> I don't care if you hate it here. I just need you <laughs> to tough it out. Okay. Um, totally. So, so yeah. And I mean, I mean, Jason today, you know, he's, he, his stack of Amazon and Walmart and Wayfair and all that kind of like stuff that isn't necessarily our clients, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. His pile was exponentially larger this Monday than it was last Monday. So you're starting to to see, yeah, things are, the the ball is rolling and it's only going to gain more momentum and getting temp help in the shipping department and sublimation. So it's just kind of gearing up so that you don't burn the, the resources that are your workers, um, you know, burn them out in the next couple of weeks before December even hits where, you know, they're yeah. just like, yeah, they're ready to quit. And then it's just not, it's just not a good scenario. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's the same for us. It's just kind of like, let's get through, um, you know, till that black Friday really hits. And then that cyber Monday, it's just, you know, forgive my French, it's balls to the wall, man. I mean, (laughs) for the rest of the freaking year and the way, the way it falls this year, Christmas is actually on Friday or I'm sorry, Christmas Eve is on Friday. Right. And yeah, Christmas is on Saturday. And so we're going to be working. I guarantee we will have our temps working until the 22nd or 23rd, just getting out those last minute things. We are turning on some two day with Amazon and um, trying to, you know, utilize some of that last minute kind of get the products to the customers. And, um, and then beyond that, we're going to have stuff that comes in on the, you know, the 21st that everyone knows is not going to get there on Christmas, but they still are going to ask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're still going to try to get it. And so we're, we're going to st- send we- you that message of, yeah. um, I, I really need this by Christmas, yeah. but I really needed you to plan better. But, you know, here yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind exactly. of the, I feel like, I feel like leading up and leading up the weeks leading up to, to Christmas, I think we might have just an episode that's kind of like an apparel rants designated. <laughs> like, we're just going to talk about, you know what I mean? And then the listeners will just, you know, have some entertainment value hearing us kind of relay our, our uh our troubles uh during the q4 yeah. season but um i don't know it's always fun you know what i mean this is the this is the time that kind of sets the pace for what your next year is gonna look like really it, always, it always works out that way yeah i mean the revenue in november december is you know a lot of times 25 30 40 even potentially 50 percent of your entire year's yeah. revenue comes right now yeah. and so you know it's just it makes sense that you'd focus this much on it um yeah and, you know, this year I feel like 
you know, last year we we literally moved into our facility a week ago. (laughs) That's right. And uh, so I'm so thankful that we're not in that position again, but we've learned a lot over the year. Um, We've created a lot of systems that were not in place last year, you know, because we've just learned. And um, I feel like we're a lot more ready. We actually, um, I don't know if uh, since, oh, it's been a week, two weeks now. So we actually got our conveyor dryer installed. We're using it now. That's right. Um, And it's freaking amazing. It's so great. It makes our DTG process so much faster. We bought a couple other um, presses for our sublimation department. And so there's like a lot of things that we've done that is hopefully going to improve our throughput our throughput, um, you know, for Q4 and yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, time will tell, but I'm, I could already tell like on my little Amazon app, if, if you sell on Amazon, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a phone app. People call it like, it's like a slot machine <laughs> because yeah. you like literally just pull it down every time, you know, and there's, Oh, I sold another item or, you know, yep. and it feels like a slot machine anyway. But, um, on that item, it has like last month, um, you know, how much, how many percentages are you up or down from last month or how many percentages yeah. are you up or down from last year? And we're like right. up 70% from last year, just, and that's wow. just Amazon. Just, yeah. Yep. You know, so all that to yeah. say, you know, I, I think our clients are selling more, we're selling more and, uh, yeah, you got a picture of our, our dryer. Yeah. Piece, yeah. Man. So yeah, it's, it's a monster, man. It looks Awesome. For those of you wondering where you can find pictures of that, it's printonamancast.com slash Facebook. That's where you can find uh, Travis kind of threw it in the, the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, so people could kind of see and, and kind of take part of in the, the festivities of, of it arriving. So that that's awesome. And that's super, super exciting to see. Uh, I know you've been wanting a dryer for a long time, so it's cool to see that uh, finally come to fruition. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, for those uh, listening, you know, we're going to get into to the the bulk of the show here, uh, but maybe you're thinking, well, I kind of, you know, I want to open an e-commerce store. I want to know what that, that looks like. Well, this episode is for you. We're, we're going to take the time to kind of, you know, nuts to bolts, you know, you know, front to finish what we would say are the steps to take to doing so. And before we get into that, we want to go to uh, a segment that we like to call the point of interest. You know what time it is. POD cast coming at you. The point of interest. The part of the show with Travis and Josiah tell you something you should know. The point of interest. So grab your paper and pen and jot down some notes. Let the learning begin. The point of interest. So Travis, uh, we were kind of writing out the, the show notes for, for this episode and um, we came across this new platform uh, yeah. called LaunchCart, LaunchCart.com. It's a new mm-hmm. e-commerce platform uh, for print-on-demand. It integrates directly with Printful, which is kind of cool. So there's not any kind of like trying to figure out the back and, you know, uh, logistics to get Printful to sync with your store or whatever. It looks like they're, they're, mm-hmm. looks like they're just almost probably a, a byproduct or subsidiary of Printful. I'd, I guess Printful has something to do with this platform coming into existence i would guess or, or at least they have a really great you know dev team that can you know integrate the api into sure. launch Card to where they can just you know kind of it, it's very seamless because we you know uh pulling back the curtain a little bit we actually signed up for it before and or you did right. and we were like watching doing a little screen share and and talking about you know what it looked yeah. like we created a product and you know and it was basically almost exactly the same as if you were doing it on Printful, yeah. except when you were done, you had a store with a store. product in it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and it's crazy, you know, being in, in the industry now, I had, all I had to see was a glancing image of the back end when you're listing a product in their example on their website. And I was like, they're using Printful. I didn't even see it <laughs> on the freaking, right. like I didn't see it. It's listed there, but in plain sight, but all I had to do was look at that back end and be like, that's a Printful back end. So it's just crazy. The yep. things you, become accustomed to and under, you know, realizing the stuff that you just offhand know, like what a next level 3,600 is and 3,900 and all, all of those yeah. things that, you know, years ago had no relevance to you. But um, so they integrate directly with Printful. Um, it has the capability to promote mid live stream. So if you're, you know, streaming on Facebook or streaming on YouTube and trying to show off a product, you can actually have the link to that product with the price 
the picture show up in the middle of your live stream, which I think is super advantageous, especially yeah. on YouTube. Cause I know like spring is, has, you know, a certain uh, integration with YouTube and YouTube is working with certain providers to allow their high end streamers to have access to the merch drawer there in their video that kind of pops up and people can just click directly through. So mm-hmm. I think having that capability regardless of your thousand subscribers or something crazy like that, um, you have to reach that kind of number in order to allow that to be um, activated. But to have that just out of the box on this platform, I think is a pretty cool integration that is pretty, um, I guess cutting edge would be a term I would use because I don't know a lot of people that, a lot of platforms that offer that kind of integration out of the box. Yeah, that is a really cool feature. And um, I think, I mean, I know you're, you know, you're all into like kind of what you can do with it and all of that. I'm into the price. And what I think is super (laughs) cool is that this thing is free. Totally 100% yeah. free if if you do it yourself. So right. what that means is you can integrate it with all these things and you can kind of, but you have to like create the products. You have to create the, you know, the description. You have to kind of lay it all out, make it all pretty yeah. and all of that yeah. stuff, but it's free. Um, but there also is, if you're not, you know, maybe technologically inclined or you just don't have the time for it, there is a DFY done for you option um, yep. that has a cost. And so, yep. um, you know, full disclosure, we, we, we want you to check this out. And if you want to do the free thing, that's amazing because that's yeah. probably what I would do. Oh, <laughs> but totally. if, you, if you totally, if you want to do the DFY, you know, done for you option, uh, we do have an affiliate link. It's printondemandcast.com slash launch cart. Um, yep. No space. So that's just launch cart. And, and you can kind of see the plans and whatever. And they, they basically launch you into, and they have like some, uh, some like, graphics design help and and some of that stuff uh that can kind of get you into your own store and they yep. they have like different plans that show you that have like how for like maybe 15 products i think is the first plan yeah uh, that they'll launch for you and then but you can continue to launch after that it's a one-time fee you can continue to launch as many as you want but maybe it'll kind of wet your whistle for e-commerce um sure but yeah so you can you can check that out but if, if you've already kind of got this whole thing situated, um, you know, you understand how to create a listing and you're, you're good with that. And you can kind of figure out how you want to like lay out the mock-ups and all that stuff. Um, it's a great alternative to like a Shopify, you know, where Shopify, you got to pay 29.99. Now to be fair, they have a million plugins and they have, uh, so many features that it's, you know, it's hard to keep up with. And, and there's a lot of benefit to being on Shopify if you do kind of grow and build. Um, but for somebody that's just like testing a market, I can't imagine like a, a better opportunity or better way to just, you know, jump in there and have a free store and just test it out. Can you? No, I think, I think that's, you know, I can't think of a more ideal situation, especially one that is, it basically comes with a provider built in for you. So it's yeah. going to go, too printful. So it takes a lot of that, like, okay, what do I want to plug into spring or how does that work or how do I integrate? And you can see the Shopify and like figuring the whole thing out. It It also does all that service. It also does all of your, you know, actually the, the payment stuff, you know, so you don't have to like go sign up with an online merchant. It's just right in there. So it's all built in. It's, it's very cool. Yep. And if you are looking at it, like, you know, you want to make that investment and have a DFY store done for you. This is some of the stuff that they offer as far as service wise, um, that that's kind of built into the cost of the plan, right? So you, you get your own unique story URL up to 40 branded products, search engine, op- search engine optimized. Uh, they'll make a terms of service for you. They'll integrate with Printful. Uh, they'll do a custom homepage design, a contact. They'll have logo design, which I think is kind of cool. You have you know, on certain plans, you can have a designated graphics guide there for you. So when you're looking for something, you know, maybe you don't go to a VA, but if you're going to pay for the service, They'll do the logo design for you, theme customization, social links, set up your merchant account. I mean, they do offer uh, quite a bit of value for that DFY yeah. plan. Uh, and yeah. like Travis, when you and I were first looking at it, we didn't realize that there was a difference. <laughs> yeah, we, we contemplated like, are we going to even tell them about this if it costs that much <laughs> just to open a store? No. Right. Oh, but doing it on your own is free it's ninety nine. Yeah. But if you want, <laughs> if you want to take someone. 
up on the offer to do that work for you, the front end work, you know, you'll, you'll pay for their time and their expertise. And I mean, they're the guys yeah. that built the platform. So it could be a worthwhile investment to get it set up and rolling for you. Um, but to your point, Travis, I think it's a pretty fantastic way to launch something to maybe test the waters to where it's like, I'm going to, I have this t-shirt design. I have this design for this, whatever. And if it goes off like gangbusters, well, maybe then you can actually transition to a Shopify and you know, it's proven and you can kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, do it, do it that way or bring production in house. If this mug is blowing up and they're like, I'm going to produce this myself because they do take a 3%, uh, transaction fee like for every item that sells so they do yeah. take three percent right if you don't pay for, i mean so, i don't know what, what so it's not totally is, free but it's right, not totally right. free basically they yeah. do take three yeah, I mean, percent on yeah, top of they, yeah they're not they're not just out of they're not being that benevolent they got to make money somehow <laughs> so that makes sense uh but you look at compared to amazon uh, that's a steal and it's a little bit more than etsy so it's a, probably a good little uh in between and like again you you have a, a pod provider yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, um, if you know this, but is the three percent beyond the three percent merchant fee, or is the three percent just like a three percent merchant fee, and it's just straight up three percent? I, I don't know that we dug I, I, yeah, deep enough I don't to know find that, that we out. Dug, yeah, I, it would make sense if it was just a three percent merchant fee to process whatever payment is happening, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know if they have listing fees or if it's three percent per item. So I, I don't. I mean, yeah, we'd have to do some more digging or. If you're interested in checking out what they have to offer and you're looking for something that is literally kind of an in-the-box solution, pretty pretty simple and, and intuitive and user-friendly, it might be worth checking out. Uh, yeah. Again, that's launchcart.com. And if you like it so much, you like the idea that you want to have a DFY store done for you, um, again, printondemandcast.com slash, slash launchcart uh, would be where you would go. Um, to avail yourself of those services and have them kind of knock it out. They have example stores there too, which look really cool. I mean, their example stores look great um, that you and I checked out. So I just thought it was interesting. Just another platform that's coming online. I'm sure there'll be a myriad of others as things progress and print on demand becomes more popular and more sought after. Um, But uh, yeah, go check it out. Launchcart.com. So we want to keep talking to you guys about building a store. Um, Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, in full, we have to transition from this moment to this week's main event. On a cold, dreary night in September of 2020, Travis Ross and Josiah Sifuentes created the print-on-demand cast. This is the main event. So, Travis, let's say someone listening is like, you know what? I've been inspired. I thought I just came <laughs> from dad jokes. But then they hit me with a point of interest that has stirred me. And now they're going to tell me how I could build an online store successfully. I'm inspired. I've been moved to the point of action, which is, of course, our hope each and every week. But let's say tomorrow someone's going to go create a print-on-demand e-commerce store. Mm -hmm. What are the steps? What would you say is the number one uh, to get started? Mm. Well, um, I think, you know, we've talked about this on a previous episode. In fact, we've had uh, whole episodes on it, but I think you need to start with your why, you know, and, yeah. and, and I know people want to fast forward through this part <laughs> because <laughs> it really is, they want to get into the nitty gritty. They want to know the details about how to do this stuff. But I think, you know, it, it's important um, to start with your why to kind of understand, and, and it may be, it literally may be for you. A, a two second thing. You already know your why, and you just can move yeah. on to the next step. But, yeah. um, but if not, it's still it's very important to kind of get through that initial question. You know, are are you wanting to to build build a large business, something that's going to be very large, and you know, employ people, and you know, and 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 grow and grow and grow and grow? Is it just, or is it just something that you know is a hobby for you? You know, and and it's just something. Hey, this is fun. I. Yeah. It'd be cool if I made some money, but I don't have to make money. I just, this is something I, I'm an artist or whatever. And I just want to like yeah. have a, have a place to tell my friends to come buy my stuff. It's just a hobby. Or is it an actual side income that you're like, Hey, I need to pay. I need, I need to make $500 to pay for my, you know, my car payment, or sure. I need to make $2,000 a month so I can pay for my house payment or whatever that yeah. thing is. Yeah. Um, you know, or do I, you know, am I starting this? And I have a goal, you know, in, in 
one year I want to go tell, I want to tell my boss to shove it <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or to, this can be strong motivation. You know. <laughs> yes, it can be. You know, I want to, I want to get out of the rat race. I just, but I need to start. So it's going to, it's going to build. So all of these different, you know, motivations are going yeah. to influence the rest of, you know, the process that you're going through. And, yeah. and, and we can't speak to every single one because literally sure. every single one will look different as we move forward. Right. Josiah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then there's no wrong answer either. Right. It's what's your why you don't have to feel like you can't do this unless your why is to, you know, tell your boss to take his job and shove it or, you know, make a, these boots are made for walking reference, which I think is probably the pinnacle way to, to quit a job. Uh, but, um, no, again, if it's literally just side income, if you're just kind of messing around with it and you want to see what comes of it, there's no wrong answer. The important thing is to to identify it so so it can inform the rest of the steps that you make mm-hmm. and what you're looking to, and, and and how you approach uh, building this store. So, mm-hmm. I would say that you know once you identify your why, you're going to identify what it is that you want to sell. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, and I would also, and we didn't, we didn't really put this in the, in the show notes necessarily, but maybe even a part of choosing what you want to sell is also maybe choosing a niche. We talk a lot about niches, um, mm-hmm. in, in the show. We've, it, we've, we talked about t-shirts. We coined a new phrase for God's sake, uh, right. which is t-shirt niches. So, um, but maybe, maybe you identify like, like Helen Kinnison, Kinson, Kin, I don't want to say mm-hmm. Ken. It's Kinson. Yeah, Helen yeah. Kinson. Okay. And I was going to say Kinison is she related to Sam. Could be awesome. But Helen Kinson <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> was on the show and she's just now getting into, you know, marathon running. And I just saw on Facebook, yeah, I think yesterday she competed and finished yeah. the marathon. So good job, Helen. Helen. That's awesome. Uh, way to, way to finish that out and kind of realize what the, you know, the fruit of what you've been training for. So that's awesome. Uh, but she, was talking to us about how she's kind of getting into this whole running thing and and meeting mm-hmm. people that are in that community and there's tons of opportunities. So, you know, identify maybe, you know, the easiest thing to do is what are you passionate about? Um, that probably might be the easiest way to, to pick a niche because you know what would hit in that community. You know, for me, uh, if I were to do it, I would probably do professional wrestling because I understand the vernacular, I understand the subculture, I understand what's funny to them, what's not. And it would be mm-hmm. easy to turn the switch on a store that is targeted towards that niche. So, Decide what niche you want to move into because that will also probably inform some of what you sell, right? Um, right. If I'm if I'm in a professional wrestling niche, I'm certainly not going to sell home decor. I mean, unless it's a steel <laughs> unless it's a steel chair, in which case it would probably <laughs> sell like hotcakes. <laughs> hey, so. there's a there's a golden nugget for you guys. Go yeah, there sell. It is. Go. Enter the enter the the wrestling you know niche and then sell some chairs so, with ground demand. Steel chairs. Yep, and just. <laughs> Vinyl transfer on the steel. I don't know. I probably send us ten percent. Yeah, it'd probably be crazy <laughs> enough to work because if there's anything about the professional wrestling community, they love merch. So, um, identify what you want to sell. Is it apparel, t-shirts, hoodies, you know, leggings, mm-hmm. tank tops, crop tops? Is it drinkware? Yeah. You know, mugs, tumblers, water bottles, um, flasks, or, or whatever. Travis, what are some other kind of categories of items that someone could think to sell yeah Uh, i mean uh you you mentioned it earlier like home decor you know pillow covers um signs you guys do a lot of signs over there you know coasters um uh, just kind of things that you would have in your home decor and then accessories just you know kind of straight up accessories we uh we we did like um uh, bottle openers at a lot of the markets, the farmers markets right. that we did this I year. Saw them. You know, those are awesome. Yeah, they were great. Phone cases, uh, pop sockets, you know, just all of those other things <laughs> that yeah. you don't necessarily think of when you think of print on demand, but people are using and buying every single yeah. day. In, in fact, you know, you mentioned bottle openers. I think, and there's another peek behind the curtain for those listening, but I think some Poker Night Federation bottle openers would be pretty dope. That to would have be at really dope. the game, right? I think that'd be sweet. So done. I send you. I can send you the files needed for that because that would be sweet. Um, <laughs> okay. So so uh, or or uh, you can be you know maybe you're like I want to I want it all, I want it mm. all and I want it now uh, and you want to sell everything. Um, mm. And nice you want to be like a, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, and I, I don't know why I almost like was trying to do like a, you know, like a Kramer. Like I want it all. Um, so, um, <laughs> and you want to be a one-stop shop, which is, which is fine. I mean, you can offer a smattering of everything, right? Like maybe you mm-hmm. want some t-shirts and accessories and, you know, yeah. maximizing those assets, which we've talked about a lot, like putting that design on as many things as you can going wide, maybe not very deep and then just kind of throwing it all out there. But right. our advice would be choose one, right. one of those categories. And why would that be? I mean, um, you, you kind of went right in the notes. You're like, well, I think we would advise to start with one and you kind of yeah. went into why that is. So, um, for those listening, man, why, why would you, pref- why would you advise start with one? Yeah, I think, um, <clears throat> The reason, or we're kind of going in a in a sequential order here. So sure. when you choose when you choose what you want to sell, um, the next you know it, you may need to go to one place for an apparel and one place for drinkware and one place for yeah. home decor and one place for accessories, and that's just too much, honestly, for a beginner. Yeah. You know, yeah. for somebody who's really it it can be too much for an advanced seller. You know, and and you may want to niche down to one or two of these different categories. Yeah. Um, and, and that really is the reason it's like, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring you down the funnel. So you want to find out what you want to sell before you decide like where you're going to find that stuff or where you're going to sell it or any of that. You sure. need to figure out what you want to sell because that's going to inform the next question. Right. And so right. our advice for the beginner is like, just, I said, start with one because what's yeah. going to happen is when you start with one, you're going to start building systems for that one. And as sure. you build systems, you're going to realize, okay, when I want to bring on drinkware, there's going to be similar systems, but there's also right. going to be other things that I need to tweak to make yep. it work for drinkware because yep. maybe now I have two different suppliers and I didn't have sure. those before. Uh, maybe it's the same, but still you're going to learn, uh, you know, basically, I, I, I mean, honestly, I think your supplier um, is going to probably really influence your choice of product that you want to sell. Um, I mean, you know, it just is what it is because you are going to be able to, you don't have to have someone kind of filtering that out at the order level, which, um, you know, we'll get into a little bit of, you know, like hiring VAs and things like that a little later, but, uh, and you can, you can get into that. A lot of people do. Um, You can even do that through automation, but I think at the basic level, if you're just starting out, Choose something that your the supplier that you're wanting to use can do all of to start. Yeah. Don't yeah. go with multiple suppliers. So that's really kind of the reason that we sure. say our advice is to start with one. Um, sure. Because you're just going to learn from that. You're going to learn a whole bunch, and then you're going to be able to use the things that you learn to branch that out into other suppliers and other products. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. I think, you know, you're talking about finding multiple, multiple suppliers for multiple items being stressful for a beginner and i was mm-hmm. going you took the words out of my mouth i think it'd be stressful for anyone really like it's if you're for me <laughs> if you're, yeah exactly if, you, if you're selling seven different items and there's seven different suppliers and figuring out how to get that information to each supplier and every supplier guaranteed is going to be like you said just slightly different from the rest and there's not usually this like universal solution to to do all of that so um, th- there's lots of logistic mm-hmm. structural stuff that you're going to have to figure out. And so do yourself a favor and figure it out for the one thing. Right. And then, and then understand, and Go then from there. Sell- selling that one thing, you might find out that, Hey, this design sells really well on a t-shirt. So maybe you have more confidence when you launch it on drinkware or you launch it, you know, elsewhere, knowing that the design itself is popular. So a lot, lots of benefits there as well. So the next step would be, you know, after you, Identify your why after you choose what you're going to sell and then, you know, find your supplier. Um, You got to figure out where that store is going to be. What platform do you want to sell it on? Mm -hmm. And uh, and Travis, there's there's lots of of options out Mm -hmm. there for someone uh, to to pick. There's, you know, Shopify, Squarespace. We just talked about LaunchCart, Amazon, Etsy, um, you know, (coughs) Walmart to an extent as well, you know, of course, is a platform to, to put your stuff, stuff out there. And then, you know, other, there's so many other platforms. There's just, I feel like there's a lot of options, you know, WordPress was one that, that you had mentioned yeah. as well. Do you see, 
a benefit to one of these platforms or or the other over the other? And, yeah. and is there something to keep in mind when, when <coughs> selecting, you know, starting out like that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you have the benefit of, you know, when you're talking about an Amazon or an Etsy, I think, you know, there's a reason that a lot of our listeners jump on Etsy is because, uh, A, there's a low barrier to entry. It's pretty easy yeah. to create a store, to, you know, to throw some stuff up there. It's very, they've, they've really um, maximized on the user interface. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's pretty easy to launch a product and, and they've done a really great job. Um, Amazon, maybe it's a little bit harder. It's, it's not, honestly, it's not actually harder. It's just that if you want a pro account, which I recommend, um, because of the the benefits you get, it's $40 a month. So right. they, they, that kind of knocks out some beginners, at least some beginners, because they think, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spend $40 a month to test something. So I'm going to test it on sure. Etsy. Sure. Um, I think a lot of people miss out because of that $40 a month and it, but, right. but that's, that's probably for a, a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is that, um, these particular platforms, you know, the Amazons, the Etsy's, the Walmart's, which by the way, Walmart does not have any, you don't have to have, um, any, there, there's no subscription fee. So it's, you, sure. you know, there's no fee for that. However, you do have to have another site that you're actually selling on. They, they like ask for that when they're interviewing you. Um, but my point is, is that they bring traffic for you. All of yeah. those sites, Amazon, Etsy, Walmart, uh, they bring traffic for you. And, and we even talked about earlier, we are specifically talking about, um, starting a store where you are the seller of record. This is right. not, you know, a merch by Amazon or a red bubble royalty yeah. based, yeah. um, you know, product, which, which that's totally cool too. You can do an awesome red bubble store and never yep. touch the product and it's all royalty based, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of other platforms for that. We are specifically talking about stores where you are the seller of record, um, right. because you could do a lot more marketing with those specifically when you're talking about the non, um, you know, trafficked, uh, places like Shopify, sure, like a square where you're responsible for bringing the traffic, like a Squarespace, like a launch cart, like, you know, a, a WordPress site. Maybe, maybe there's somebody out there that's, you know, they've been building web, you know, <laughs> it's a funny story. I used to do WordPress sites and I would before, like way back before some of the Google algorithms changed and you could like have a top line domain. What did they call them? Exact match domains. So mm. I literally had a website called, I think snowshovels.com and where I <laughs> would put Amazon AdSense ads. So someone would come to my snow shovel because they were looking for a snow shovel. They would see an ad and they would click it and I would get paid, you know, a couple pennies or whatever. And I tried to rank in Google for snowshovel.com. Sure. <laughs> so I have a little bit of experience doing WordPress sites. And so maybe yeah. some other people have experience with that. So you can plug in, you can use your WooCommerce inside of WordPress. You can like, if you have an ability to do that, maybe that's, it's obviously it's cheaper than Shopify, which yeah. is like $29.99 to start. WordPress is free. You just have to have your domain and then you can kind of build all that out. So all of these things, the, the caveat is that you have to bring the traffic yourself, you know? Right. And, and so you have to weigh that. Do you have the ability to build something? Do you have the ability to market it? Do you have the ability to kind of combine those things? Maybe you have a whole bunch of social media followers already, right. or maybe you have a plan to bring social media into your marketing, you know, sure. uh, process. And you're going to, you're going to build a huge channel on marathon runners, you know, right. or a huge Facebook page or whatever. And you're just going to, you know, build that, build that, build that, build that. And then at some point you're going to kind of pivot a little bit and you're going to start showing them marathon gear. I, I you know, right. whatever that right. is for you or whatever. Um, yeah. but that would be a lot better. I would, I would, if that was my goal and I knew how to build Facebook and build, you know, kind of Instagram and all that stuff, yeah. I would definitely go with a Shopify or a Squarespace or a launch, a launch cart, because I don't have to pay the 15% that Amazon, sure. you know, <laughs> yeah, charges totally. me. So yeah. it, it immediately increases your profit margin. So those are some of the, the things that you need to consider when you're talking about, you know, where you're actually going to sell these print on demand products. Right. Yep. And I think also, you know, when you're, when you're talking about, um, 
the potential of 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 doing a site where you're a seller of record, and and it does. And we'll get into to marketing, you know, a little later uh, as well. But I think you also have to understand that you have to have the patient for patience for that audience to find you, right? Because yeah. on on the Amazon, <laughs> on the Amazon, and and the Etsy's and the and the WalMarts, there's organic traffic, so. That you know, and I, I've even had this the, the same notion of like, well, I'm just going to open a Squarespace site, and then boom, you know what I mean? Like, I know they're <laughs> out there, but and even you can, I mean, you can throw money at advertising and doing all of that, and have a, a really good plan, but it's still going to take some time for your yeah. target audience to find your store to find. So right. just just understand, kind of manage the expectations of what it's going to look like. You know, that first six months to a year when you're just really trying to get your name out there and, and building that and understanding mm. that it's not going to be quite the same as if you were to throw something on an Amazon prime listing and there's already millions of people on Amazon and they happen to find your stuff and it just pops off. You know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> um, so that's something to keep in mind too, to kind of help kind of manage those, those expectations. So, uh, after you find the platform, of course, you have to, unless you want to sell blanks, you need to have something that you're going to print on the shirts or the signs or the mugs, unless right. you're just going to be uh, some kind of wholesaler. But uh, so design uh, is another important element, of course. So there's a couple options, mm-hmm. right? You can you can create designs yourself. If you're skilled in Photoshop or Illustrator, you can uh, leverage mm-hmm. your abilities there to do that. If you need something that's a little bit more uh, user-friendly and kind of helps guide you along in creating those designs and kind of gives you some templates or some stuff to maybe help create something. Um, there, there's Canva and there's Vexels. Now we talked to, uh, was it Euro? Am I? Am Euro, I, yeah. Euro, yeah. yes. From Vexels. He was on our show uh, promoting Vexels and kind of what they do. So we also have an affiliate with them, printonamancast.com slash Vexels. If you sign up for their service, they're awesome. They've got yeah, a lot, they have tons of of designs have, and it's pretty have robust you used- selection. I'm just curious, have you used some of their stuff? Because I have since yeah. since we had him on. Yeah. So, you know, full disclosure, Vexels gave us an account to yeah. promote them. You know, that was like yep. one of the benefits or whatever. And I've got on there several times and have actually downloaded yeah. some stuff, um, you know, and sent to my designers and said, hey, I like this. Can you change it? Blah, 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 blah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But and the cool thing is you, cool stuff. You, get the, you get the Photoshop file, like you get yeah. the actual editable files in order for your designers or yourself to to, to edit them and change them as you, as you would wish. So uh, Vexels mm-hmm. is, is really awesome. It's a great resource. Uh, and I encourage you to one, go back and listen to that episode with Euro. Uh, we'll try mm-hmm. and find uh, what episode that was. I can look we'll, that up while we'll, you we'll, talk. We'll yeah. So Travis is going to look up what episode <laughs> that is. Um, so we can point you in that direction to so kind of learn more about it, but it was a great episode uh, and go check out Vexels. Uh, for sure. So the other option uh, to the designs is outsourcing them. So, you know, they, they have the, you have the Upwork kind of finding freelance designers to, to create stuff for you. If you have a specific design you're looking for, we use virtual assistants, which we've also mm-hmm. talked about on the show, uh, which are incredibly uh, invaluable to your company because they do Great work. Uh, the site that we use, uh, if you're wanting to find a VA, is onlinejobs.ph. That's the one I've used frequently in mm-hmm. the past. And they've got a lot of good um, criteria in place to kind of ver- verify and vet the people that are applying for a position, if that makes yeah. sense. So it's kind of like a, a, a an Upwork for the Philippines. Um, but yeah. Travis and I both use um, Ron. Shout out to Ron. I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but... but um, <laughs> Uh, Ron is, is a very, very skilled and he's been with, I think both of us for quite some time, uh, doing work two, for three us. years now, maybe. Yeah. More. And yeah. yeah. And he's, he's great. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. uh, he's, if he ever left, I would be like, well, okay, I'll, I'll find another designer, but I'm, he's just reliable yeah. and his content yeah. is, is pretty, pretty consistent. So did you find that episode, uh, for, yeah, for I did. Vexels? I did. Uh, it's episode 45 and it's, okay. it's a kind of a deep dive into Vexels. You can check that out. Um, yeah. One other thing I was going to say about outsourcing, you know, in VAs, um, I I love uh, onlinejobs.ph. You do have to subscribe to it. Correct. But the cool, th- you know, you, you like pay 50 bucks or 60 bucks right. or whatever it is. And then you hire your person and you immediately cancel. Cancel it. Yeah. There's no long-term commitment. <laughs> yeah. It's it's literally month, yeah. week to week. If you get your guy in a day, you just, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, you just cancel um, it. 
Right. But the, the, the cool thing about that particular site compared to like an Upwork or some of the others is that there you are direct contact with that VA and you yes. don't pay you don't pay an extra fee. I think on Upwork, you pay an extra 10 to 20%. Because you have um, to keep it in. Typically, they ask you to keep it yeah. inside of Upwork, like yep. the payment, like just front to finish, which, keep it which, all inside of that, that space. Yeah, which which is great. And, and it's very yeah. convenient. Um, what we have done, and I don't know if you guys have done this because you asked me about it when we were talking about our VA episode. But what we have done is we have hired VAs and then we bring them into um, hub staff, which is a yeah. timekeeping manager yep. that the VA will actually click into turn on when they're working and it keeps track yep. of their time. Um, and that's basically what Upwork is. It's basically yep. that. And I'm paying 20%, but I would rather give that to the VA and for pay sure. the $15 a month for the, for sure. for the hub staff. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and so, so it's, it's a little bit, in my opinion, it's a little bit better for the VA and for me sure. um, to kind of go that way and get outside of those, you know, like Upwork or some of those other places that yeah. have that, that they have yeah. the, they have cool systems and it works. And if it works for you, great. Um, right. But it, you just pay a little more and that, that, yeah. that really is all it yeah. is. And, I mean, and I think part of it for, at least for, for us too, is knowing that, you know, uh, virtual assistant positions are, are very sought after in the Philippines yeah. and it's good pay for them. And so you could it literally is. be giving someone the ability to work from home and not have to go search jobs elsewhere, or be home with family or whatever, and still make a good living. So, um, again, we did a whole episode about VAs, um, that you can kind of go back and listen to figure out, you know, if, if that's a good fit for you, I know that they're invaluable and they do more than graphic design. My God, there's so many different things. <laughs> copywriting, yeah. you know, I mean, just, we have ones that do listing for us. I mean, they're, 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 they're awesome. And uh, so please go, uh, you know, check that out and just see if that's something that might benefit you as you're trying to build this, this business, this e-commerce yeah. store that you're, you're working on. That's episode 17, utilizing virtual assistants. Oh we'll yeah, we're probably 20 years old. I know we, we, <laughs> we will almost definitely do another um episode on yeah that. but anyway yeah, moving on <laughs> you should. yeah it's, it's we're about due for that so okay yeah. so um we're at, we're at designs right so you decide are you going to make it yourself you're going to outsource it so travis what would be the next step in the process after you have what you want to sell you know mm -hmm. it's t-shirts whatever hoodies yeah. apparel and you've picked your platform and yep. now you have the designs in hand what's the next step? What do you do? Yeah. I, I think the next step that you're actually going to do is like create those um, listings on whatever platform yeah. you've decided. And so what do you yeah. need for like a great listing? Well, I mean, a lot of people say, Oh, you need to be SEO optimized. And, and while <laughs> I totally agree with sure. that, like they need to be SEO optimized, you know, particularly if you're driving your own traffic, that'll help. Cause yeah. you know, being higher in Google, obviously, but I think sure. the number one thing, like if somebody, if I'm on Amazon or Etsy or wherever I'm at, if I, you know, if like somebody actually comes to my page, the number one thing that is going to sell that product is not the SEO optimization of the text. <laughs> it is mock-ups, 100%. Yeah. How do yeah. those mock-ups look? Do they look professional? Do they look like the product? Do they, do they look, you know, in, you know, dare I say, yeah. Hip? And cool. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, but that's no, really I mean, the that's, thing. That's a huge part. I mean, I know for, for my wife who who runs a, an Amazon uh, or sorry, an Etsy store, mm -hmm. um, there are multiple times where she'll send me an email and go, can you buy these mock-ups? And I'm just buying Etsy mock-ups because they're hip, they're cool, they're yeah. aesthetically pleasing, they got a good filter. It's, I mean, because the thing is, going back to the SEO thing, yeah, you can optimize you know, your stuff for whatever search engine, but if someone clicks through and that mock-up looks like dog water, they will <laughs> not buy that product. Like, Amen. They're, they're not going to want to do it. So now, so you've, you've pumped all this money and attention into SEO and you have mm -hmm. a janky mock-up. Well, that SEO is not going to pay off and you might be right. confused because you've done it to the letter and you've read all the books and courses and Skillshare classes and whatever. But I'm telling you, if that mock-up is not aesthetically pleasing if it doesn't catch the attention if it doesn't drive home what you're trying to communicate to your customer as to why they should buy that thing uh then you're not going to sell anything i mean it's Just like hang up your cleats now 
Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, it seems like, uh, uh, you know, you know, semantics and, and splitting hairs, but literally the different, you, know, you could have a mock-up of a hoodie that's a, that's flat against a, a white background and it's just not appealing as opposed to having a picture of someone wearing that hoodie, you know, doing this or whatever, communicating, oh, it's comfortable, it's soft, whatever. And that's right. going to then drive the customer to be like, oh, that looks amazing, you know, whatever. So mock-ups are huge and it's, it, 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 you can't, you can't overemphasize that, even though it seems right. like a simple thing. So just like with graphic design, there's lots of different ways you can go about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, create them yourself. Yep. Uh, you can you can go into um, like a Photoshop or, uh, again, you know, Creative you Market print, is another one, Printful. Creative market, uh, creative market is a lot of is a is a basically a market of places you can buy like all of these really cool mockups. Sure, you were just talking about bring them into Photoshop, and a lot of them will have what's called a smart object, which yes. a smart object allows you to, particularly if you're selling like on drinkware, because you know like if you're right. selling on a on a T-shirt, most of the time a lot of the mockups are just straight, they're flat, and so right. you can just kind of lay, you know, you have the mockup and then you put the the text over it and it's going to look pretty good now obviously sure. you know sometimes some of those mockups will have some wrinkles or maybe the the, the model in the mock-up is turned to the side or you're doing drinkware and the actual you know the 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 uh canvas that you know the the art is is curved because it's a drinkware it's like a curved mug or a tumbler right. or whatever and so what they do is they create these smart objects in photoshop and what it does is actually bends that image around to where it looks very realistic and so creative market is is an excellent and i know there's a lot a lot more in fact uh vexels has um a lot of these you know options with create with uh these smart objects. So printondemandcast.com slash vectors want to just sure. kick that in again, but creative market <laughs> has some that you can actually buy, you know, in it, in addition. So maybe you just want, maybe you're just going to sell coffee mugs and they'll right. have like a package that's just coffee mugs, or maybe you're just going to sell, mm-hmm. you know, those skinny tumblers or what, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's, there's some options there, but um, you, you would also need Photoshop um, right. to bring those in and actually like bring your designs into that, Mock up and then make it kind of bend, and then you export that as a, a PNG or a you know a JPEG sure. or whatever. Sure. Um, and, and that's kind of how you would go about creating those mock-ups yourself. And I right. you know, I think that there is a um uh, there's something to be said for kind of doing this, creating them yourself, and additionally subscribing to a service, which is kind of our next point, um, which would be like a Vexels or, or placeit.net is another excellent place. Um, A lot of people have, have a subscription to placeit.net. So you may not be quite as original as maybe you think you are, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but there are thousands of original like mock-ups on placeit.net. Not not only that, I would say that the thing I like about um, placeit, is is also the ability to have videos so there's uh there's a potential to uh you know there's some platforms are allowing you to do uh videos on your listing and there's lots of options for that so uh it's it's possible place it has it's it's incredible the stuff that they can do um with the video smart objects. I don't know what they yeah. do necessarily, yeah. well, but I mean, you can have, if you're in a skater niche, there's, there's videos of a guy skateboarding, you know, mm-hmm. going into the bowl, coming out, running right up to the camera, wearing your stuff. You know what I mean? Like one of the, one of the newest, one of the newest things that uh, Etsy has brought along is like the ability to do video ads. And so yeah. every single, every single product we have on Etsy right now has a video ad because we've used place yeah. it to, to yep. give us a video ad. And, and I don't and know. I mean, they're really, clean. yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. I don't know if it's really, you know, increasing our, uh, you know, <laughs> your our sales or, the, or yeah, yeah, I don't, sure. I don't know. I don't know, but they say it does. And so I'm going to go ahead and do that. And, you what know, you frankly, call them a liar, you know, yeah. I mean, you just gotta I just take them at their word. <laughs> you already and, have your money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And frankly, you know, like I said, all of our, all of our Etsy specific or, 
a lot, all of our Etsy listings are being done by a virtual assistant anyway. So, you right. know, they're taking, it's, it's, it costs a lot less for someone in the Philippines to do that for me than it would for, to, to hire somebody in the U S to do that. Or even for myself as the business owner, Mike, you know, we never right. value our own time, but the fact is sure. our time is actually <laughs> the most valuable of anyone yeah. in the country. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> any company I'm, rather. Yeah. Yeah. I was all country too. I mean, it's all, we're all very <laughs> centric to, you know what I mean? My time's more important. Uh, no. So uh, we're, we're, we're getting, you know, we're approaching, you know, close to an hour on the subject. So I think for, for the marketing, um, we can just kind of go through yeah. the options that are out there, uh, understanding, you know, before we get into this, understand that you, mar all marketing is doing is testing, uh, yeah. testing what works, what doesn't work. So understand you're going to spend some money to see what works the best, so on and so forth. So there's social media ads, of course, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Pinterest uh, are all social media platforms that you can leverage. I know TikTok is is huge for business right now. Mm -hmm. Like it's a whole different suite, TikTok for business. And you can just do advertising. And so if you pay, mm -hmm. the minute, every time I open the TikTok app against my better discretion, I open that app. And uh, every time it pops <laughs> open, it's an ad every yeah. single time. It doesn't matter what for or, you know, whatever it is. And I have to either hit skip or I have, or, or if it catches my attention, like, oh, that's kind of cool, whatever yeah. it is. So, so that, that's huge. TikTok is of course our, our ever growing platform. Um, Instagram, Facebook are kind of the ones that everyone knows about. Pinterest, I feel like, is a very unutilized, kind of underrated uh, advertising for, for uh, print on demand. Platform. For sure, for yeah. print on demand, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would also yeah. say that um, you know, uh, as as different social medias are coming out, um, it seems as though if you can get onto a social media platform advertising campaign early, you're going to do well. Um, Facebook yeah. recently changed their algorithm to where you have a lot less ability. You know, the Facebook pixel kind of went away with privacy stuff and, yeah. and you have a lot less ability to, to capitalize on Facebook ads. Had you got onto yeah. them really early, you would have freaking sure. killed it. And so sure. I think that's kind of where TikTok is. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, if, if there's another, you know, new kid on the block that's really kind of taking the scene and they launch some type of advertising campaign and you can be one of the first ones on there, you can really, really, really do well. And I think TikTok's kind of in that, that really kind of prepubescent <laughs> area, right. you know, they haven't really fully kind of come into adulthood and decided what they are. Um, I think you can, you can make a lot of money there. Um, if you're so inclined and kind of an early adopter and really, you know, willing to take some chances on some of that stuff, I think there's some opportunity there. Yeah. I think early adoption, early adopters in general, you know, it, you know, if you would have gotten in on Amazon in the beginning of FBA, mm. you could have yeah. cleaned up, you know what I mean? Because it was before mm. there was the structure that's there. Etsy is, that's part of the reason you, you referenced why it's so popular it is still kind of an at the early adopter phase, yeah. maybe maybe approaching kind of the bubble of what that 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 time frame is. I don't know if there's what the statute of limit, you know, what that looks like time wise before it's not yeah. no longer an early adopting thing. But um, I would say TikTok for sure is also uh, yeah. in that and vein. Etsy has kind of changed their algorithm to where I feel sure. like they have they grew up and figured it out. And if you were there yeah. a year ago or two years ago, <laughs> sure. you were making a lot sure. more money than you are yep. now. And yep. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know that for a fact because I've seen it in my business. <laughs> sure. Sure. No, 100%. Uh, the other thing you can do channel specific ads, of course, you know, with uh, Amazon, if you're, if you're on an Amazon or, or a Walmart, they do have channel specific ads, sponsored ads that you can mm -hmm. have so that your stuff, you know, hits on the, on the first Etsy, page or Pinterest, Etsy. all of those yep. guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. Um, Another type of marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, reaching out to people with, with a, with a following, um, and asking them to promote your stuff, whether that's an exchange for you know a percentage or an affiliate code or a promo mm -hmm. code or whatever that looks like. It's another easy way. I, I shouldn't say easy. It's another way. Yeah, to yeah, get yeah. Attention to especially if you're doing uh, like a Shopify, Squarespace, kind of that whole you know not getting organic traffic. Drive your own trying traffic. to rope in trying to rope in a, an influencer to help promote your product is probably a way to expedite that process of getting eyes to your product. But even at mm -hmm. that, there's still going to be uh, a good amount of patience that is required. Um because not all we've talked about this before and this is probably another po podcast, but not all influencers are created equal. So you can't just <laughs> land one 
right. uh, and think that that you're and just sit back and wait for your ship to come in because you might there might be a canoe and that's not the thing you want. It's not the water <laughs> vessel of your choice, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and of course, you know, local advertising, Facebook yeah. Marketplace. Because yeah. as you mentioned before, I press record, people are in a space now where they they are looking to buy where they're at yeah anything my (laughs) wife gets so much stuff the desk that i'm recording on facebook marketplace the chair that i'm sitting in facebook marketplace like it's just she gets everything from there and so it's Mm -hmm. there's always people there people are on facebook all the time and so marketplaces is a good place for print on demand stuff Mm -hmm. or even to let people know that your business is there custom shirts you know and getting throwing that lead out there so people can, can find you on that platform Right. Yeah. We have, I mean, a cool story. Um, we, yeah. you know, we did all these Facebook, uh, or not Facebook, but, uh, all these, uh, farmers markets this summer. And we, you know, if you've listened to the podcast, you heard us talking about those and, um, you know, to do a farmer's market, obviously you have to print all your stuff beforehand. It's not really print on demand. It's like, right. Print the stuff and bring it, you know? And, but they were bare, uh, the things that we did were very like city and, and local kind of types of, uh, products. And, um, and if you want to, you can go back and you can kind of search the archives of the, uh, print on demandcast.com slash Facebook. You can see some of the things we, we, we actually were selling cause I posted some yeah. pictures of, but the, the, the point of the story is that, um, probably two weeks ago, I basically put a Facebook marketplace ad out and said, Hey, I have all of these things. If you were, if you were at the farmer's market in Erie, you know, or Louisville or, you know, these different places, um, yeah. you may have seen these things and I have extras. And so I'd like to sell them. And so I literally put this out. I actually charged more than I did at the actual farmer's markets and sold out of a whole bunch of stuff that I had left over from those. Um, you know, I said, Hey, you know, you want a Christmas gift, local Christmas gift, support local kind of that, yeah. that whole thing. Um, it's, it's huge. And Facebook marketplace, you can actually use shipping from it. So if you do have something that's not local, you want to try the shipping thing, you can start doing that. There's a lot of things that Facebook is now doing with their Facebook marketplace. Um, but it's don't sleep on it. If you have product and, and you want to just kind of get it out the door and maybe even just test it in your local area, it's a great opportunity to do that with uh, Facebook marketplace. Yep. 100%. 100%. So avail yourself of that. Again, leveraging Facebook Marketplace for that kind of stuff might be one of those other kind of early adopter things. Like I don't see a lot yeah. of people making themselves or promoting their business necessarily through Facebook Marketplace. It's usually kind of like a, a Craigslist, but 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 different kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, Who knows what it's going to turn into, though? That's that's yeah, the whole idea. Sure. You know, get in yeah. on it, figure it out. As they tweak, they'll send you emails because you were on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Iterate from there. Exactly. So, and of course, you know, what we were talking about in marketing, be willing, be willing to reevaluate, but not just with marketing, you know, it's, it's good. I think, you know, year over year to kind of look back, assess what's working, what's not working overall for your store. Maybe this item's not selling, maybe you need to pivot and move into a different, you know, start selling drink water, move away from apparel or whatever that looks like. Um, but business and print on demand um, is an ever growing, ever evolving thing. So, so don't necessarily get locked in into one thing and and not be willing to kind of re- reevaluate and see if it's working or not working, if that makes yeah. sense. So um, it's always good totally. to kind of keep keep that option open. Travis, anything else about this before we kind of uh, move into the the outro portion and send this thing home? No, I just I agree with you that the the whole the whole part like every single piece that we've talked about is all about testing. <laughs> yep. you know yep. you're i just snorted wasn't that fun you did i heard uh, that did you hear that <laughs> yeah that's good that was nice so i mean it's all about testing it's about you testing you test your niche you test your product you test your suppliers by getting samples by the way yeah and, you know you test your marketing obviously i mean all of these things are just testing and so the more you can test the more you have um an understanding of what actually works and what doesn't work and you can kind of pivot to the things that actually work. And that's, that's all, that's all I have to say about that. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thank you guys so much for listening. We're glad to be able to bring you a fresh new brand new out of the box, Mm. still in the packaging episode of the pin on demand cast, except for that. It's not because technically pressing plate is opening the packaging. So 
Thank you for tuning in once again, as we've said a million times, and we will continue to do so. Please avail yourself of the Facebook group, Facebook, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. Join the conversation in the family. Uh, we we try to post in there, and I'm sure as, as things get crazier in Q4, we'll have plenty of things and stories to share. Uh, you know, or fewer th- things because there's fewer things because there's no yeah because <laughs> there's no time. Uh, maybe after Q4 and the craziness, we could do like a, a live episode and just kind of recap the madness that was Q4 oh, uh, for an entire episode. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Please again, printonamancast.com/slash/facebook. And as always, wherever there are podcasts, the POD cast is there for your listening pleasure. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. They don't call it iTunes anymore, which I think is dumb. I still call it iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, anywhere. But if you're happening to listen on the Apple Podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. Five stars is preferable. Four stars is doable. One star is unacceptable. Uh, just know that going into the endeavor of leaving us a review. Uh, but seriously, we'd love to get feedback and hear uh, what you guys are loving about the show, uh, what you would love us to cover, uh, anything like that. And it helps the algorithm, right? It helps us get in front of the right people uh, that this show is intended to get to. So if you, and also, uh, if you, if social media is not your thing, totally understand. You can email us as well, info at printondemandcast.com uh, and let us know your questions, um, concerns, general wonderings, uh, dad joke suggestions. We take anything there, really. So give us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Well, but until next time, we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and uh, good luck going into Q4. Uh, <laughs> those of you that are selling actively, uh, wish nothing but the best and 10x, you know, to the moon. Just uh, all the success in the world. So yeah. for Travis, I'm Josiah, and we'll see you next time right here on the Print on Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. (laughs) 